Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Nap Hour. It is the parenting podcast on the We Need to Talk channel. We are happy to be here with you today. And yes, we call ourselves a nap hour, but we all know nap time is an illusion and mamas ain't got time for much else. So this is our time sneaking away from our children. Let's introduce ourselves before we introduce our topic. I am one of your hostesses. My name is Tamaya. I am joined by my lovely co-host, sis, 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 as always. Let's start with Down South. Please introduce yourself, madam. It's Shakira. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm in the middle of back. We're going to go next to our West Coast. <laughs> what it do, what it do. This is your girl, Esther, coming at you live, mostly. Maybe not. We'll see. It's very sunny. And what it do. I am, I am 80 degrees for the rest of the week. Let's hope it stays that way, folks. Yeah. This was your weather That's report. Glorious. That's some glorious <laughs> weather right there. <laughs> All right. So we are going to talk about our topic. Oh, but before we drop our topic, we always have something we call either driveway confessions or proud mama moments. Does either of you ladies have a driveway yeah. confession or proud mama moment to share with us this day? Well, I will say I had a proud uh, mama moment. Okay, please share. Is, um, so my firstborn, just, I had, you know, intuition as a parent does, where it's, I'm like, you know, like, it seems that something might be a little bit delayed or um not as traditional with him I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully uh, <laughs> because I don't believe that there is anything quote unquote wrong with him just that you know he is um atypical okay but, uh and that you know was a big thing for me to get to and accept you know because okay yeah for our kids right we 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 think obviously the world of them but also that you know they are you know nothing wrong especially when it's not something outwardly physical that you can see anyway of course of course uh, my (laughs) proud mama moment was that um just you know advocating for him to like be receiving the support that he needs just to at least evaluate you know where he's at and what we might need to do as his parents and also Mm. caretakers to Mm -hmm. just be meet him where he's at right and that listeners and my fellow friends (laughs) is amazed to say the least it is amazed it is frustrating it is just so hard because if it's not like one there's so many gatekeepers you know it's like you have to go to your pediatrician and you know are mm-hmm. you on the insurance network and are there any available therapists or behavioral specialists uh around you where you live and do you have the time to take out of your work schedule to go to yep. it? and all of this stuff right that you have yep. to get on your own so long story short is that 
pediatrician was like, yes, we think that, you know, he might uh, fare well with that. Right now, let's get him occupational therapy to see what might, you know, be going on and slash support him. Well, we got a first place, that first place, and this is all starting the saga in like early March of this year. We Mm -hmm. are in like May for, you know, like a better uh, understanding here. So early March, I call a place that it's in my network that is referred by my doctor that yeah. took like two weeks to respond after the referral got sent to them, all of that good stuff. And they're like, ma'am, thank you for calling us. Yes, we have your papers. The earliest time we can get, you know, we can put you in our agenda to just have your son evaluated, not even start therapy, just evaluated. Uh-huh. September 11. Uh-huh. And again, let me rephrase that. <laughs> we are in early March. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. But in the background, I was like, I need, I need to find someplace else. So I did my own research this time around, found another place that's also nearby that is in my network. Had to email my pediatrician to say, can you please do me another referral? That got sent through. That took some time. It got sent to them, apparently. They'd never called me. So I had to call them to say what gives. And then they're like, okay, what time can you come? Well, here are my ties. Okay, well, we'll have to break, you know, the evaluation time in two because, again, everybody's so busy. So I'm like, fine, I'll just make it work. So we made it work. So the problem is that he had his first evaluation on Monday. He's going to have another evaluation two days from now. And things are moving and it's just been a trip, but I'm very proud that I kept, you know, on the ball advocating for my baby and it felt good. Woo! <laughs> Go ahead, proud mama moment. That's what needed to occur. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't need backup noise, boy. So, like you were saying. The proud mama moments I have had. Yeah, sure. I could check sh- uh, share one. Um, this is going to lead into our topic of the day, actually. I have a little one who is four, repeating myself, because if you listen to this podcast, you should, you might know, not should, but might. Um, and he is started in T-ball. So I have had a little bit of a dream because I am a, uh, I used to be a softball player. And I used to be a softball and I had the greatest time playing softball. It was, it was the joy. And so I've had the dream because, you know, it's always typical man playing catch with his son. I've always had the dream of being the mommy who plays catch with her son because this is my realm. And today, yesterday, I got to, because practice wasn't occurring, I got to go in the backyard and put his glove on and put my glove on and practice catch with my son. And I had a great time. I didn't even want to sit down, which is a big deal. Because <laughs> if you stand up long enough at this age with these kids, all you want to do is sit down or lay down or something. But I work from home, so I need to stand up more. And so I stood out there and we played catch for a good hour. And it was a good time. So yeah, proud mommy moment. I think I taught him how to 
he picks up the ball with the glove only now, which is great. He's learning how to open and close it. He's learning how to take his step before he does his throw and look at where he's throwing. I'm kind of really excited for him to go back to T-ball practice because, like, he's the youngest and everybody's always giggling because he's playing out there. He don't give a crap. And, you know, the skills ain't always there. My ball. Yes, baby, take that ball. And then skills is already there. And then, you know, he's just a joke, basically, because he's so cute and little. But now he's about to be out there doing his step and throw. Ooh, picking his ball up with the glove. Ooh, come on, you better be out there and show it off with your little toddler self. I'm so excited to just bring yeah. him in, like, watch my baby go. Yeah. So I'm really excited. We all know it's competition. We don't want to be a competition, but all of us be out there cheering on our kids, like, yeah, so that's my problem in the moment. So we're going to talk about our topic today. The topic for the day is parenthood and extracurricular activities. Woo! So as parents, we tend to want to keep our children active. In fact, usually in, in many cases, the active part of our lives is only through vicariously through our children. <laughs> so um, between signing them up for different sports or activities or events or places, because you don't want your child to just stay indoors the whole time, all of it counts. Anything that is not me staying home and doing the parenting I do, but actually taking that parenting out into the world and also being on the road getting them from here, there, everywhere, it counts. And y'all, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, I have a teenager who we going through some teenage things. And so one of the tips my mother gave me that she did for my teen, uh, teenage brother, who's 18 now, and she kept him busy to keep him out of trouble. And so I've jumped on that bandwagon. And so my teenager does wrestling and now he is in boxing. And my little one starting them early again is in T-ball. And these are just the organized things, okay? That doesn't count all the other things we go to, but let's just keep it at that for me for now. Y'all can say what y'all need. But y'all, I am literally at this point spending all day at my computer for work. And as soon as I clock out, getting in the car and spending minimum, if they both had practice that day, minimum two, three hours in the car just going from here to there. And I was tired already. So what's y'all thoughts? What do y'all be up to? What's, what's extracurricular for y'all in your lives as parents or as siblings? Because I know your kiddos are young. Talk to us, what you got, what you got? Um, sometimes when I'm off, we, I might find some things for us to do like as a family, mm -hmm. but as for extracurricular, um, I haven't actually started that yet. Um, Trinity has her assessment actually tomorrow for pre-K, and I know once she gets in school, we're going to start looking at extracurricular activities just so she can, like, stay in the loop with her friends. But, but other than that, things are very expensive, so I haven't really ranked mm -hmm. out to group activities. Nothing gotcha. other than family-related outings. Hey, that counts. Because getting them ready, dressed, and Dress taking them about is a thing. Yeah, we yeah we do a lot of 
family outings uh, that cost money, but like that make sure that they have fun and that they're engaged. Right. And that you're not letting only you or yeah. or like the tablet, because the tablet is my friend too. It's like go, go, you can go play in your mind. <laughs> when you try to get them the in person stuff. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Esther? What you got for us? Um, for me is with my own kiddos, it's mostly finding stuff for them to do on like weekends and probably now that the weather is becoming, you know, outside friendly. Also in the evenings after uh, daycare. But I know for sure when I was younger, it was me and my mom. And I, and I, I think I've shared before in this podcast, I have much younger siblings. So I was sort of a de facto co-parent at some point. And I remember just like, I moved out, but my mom is a nurse. So, you know, her work is very shift. Um, like that's how they do it. So like, she had to be at her shift by 7.30, no later, right? And my brother, I think it was like, it was, he finally, um, I think it was either music that he was like in band or he was in some like advanced or gifted sort of like math program, which was really huge for us because um, for like the longest time he was struggling, right? So we wanted to uh, nurture that in him. So when they, when the school kind of raised it to us, hey, we have this before school program that he'll be great for and all of that. We were like, oh yay, for sure. But that meant I had to drive uh, 40-ish minutes from where I live to pick up, to pick him up at my mom's house to drop him off 10 minutes away to his school. Oh my God. His school didn't offer um bus busing for before school programs and my mom was already on her way to work by the time that I he had to be dropped off lord so I drove there picked him up dropped him off then went to work <laughs> twice a week <laughs> for the <laughs> so I am very familiar with this and I also have to do I think not as difficult of a thing but something similar for my sister as well I remember again it's the before school and the after school that gets you um because again I had I've been lucky you know throughout my life to have more of a traditional nine to five or eight to four that didn't really require me to be in my butt in like you know seated button seat as they call right on that time I could you know come 10 or so minutes you know late here and there and stay later as needed so I wasn't as dictated by the clock as, you know, somebody who has a shift work. So, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I hear you, honestly. And then, like, I actually think about what Kima pulled out with the finance part. That is another aspect. <laughs> I'm not ready. I heard it. Especially it's when you're tough. Sports. 
it's tough. The thing that I'm running into, right, is I picked T-ball that was pretty close-ish. Like Esther said, when you end up messing with stuff after hours too, those wonderful school hours, those wonderful rush hour hours, that trip is going to already double. That trip's going to double. And then it's the case of finances. So the one I picked from Magnus is like $75 for the year. Not bad. All right. That's T-ball. And I got to fight through all types of traffic to get there. But I usually get there right on time or a couple minutes behind. We got to find parking, which we always parking illegally. Just because everything's yellow on the road, on the sidewalk. But it is what it is. The neighborhood's so nice, no one cares. So... And then we have to jog over to the actual field. That's my little workout. And I force myself to stay in there watching him. Because again, I need to give my legs some type of circulation. <laughs> I end up in some type of situation. I sit in so much. My stepson, he has wrestling with his school, which is unorganized, but it's free because it's with the school. So we're going to work with it. Boxing, on the other hand. He's been wanting to do boxing for years. Finally, we relented. But we need to keep this guy busy. And the pricing for boxing mm, is... um Laid on us, girl. Laid on us. Ooh. It could be... It's a solid, like, three hundred a month. A month? Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the cheapest I found was... Are you joking? No. That is not include scholarships or something. Scholarships. <laughs> no friends. No friends. More expensive than karate. And that doesn't include the materials, you know, the gloves, the shoes, the thing. Um, and the most the least expensive thing I think I saw was 160. However, it's least expensive because it's also less stuff. Like 10 sessions over like this period of time, mm -hmm. whatever, like over many months. So it was just like, okay, so he'll kind of be in there, but he won't be getting as strong or as consistent as he could be because the sessions will be spread out. So it's like, oh, so then, haha, light bulb, I found a gym mm -hmm. that is free. A boxing thing that's completely free. They boast it being free. All the good things free, 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 free. What? It's in Newark. I live next to Newark. So I'm like, in each question on the application, are you a Newark resident and stuff? And I'm like, I'm not trying to lie. No. Does that mean anything? And we go through this whole process where you sign in, they ask you, and then you get to the actual meeting with them. They're like, come to the gym. Because each moment I kept waiting for them to turn us away because we didn't live in Newark. And finally we get to the gym and they're like, are you a Newark resident? I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, so it's 15 bucks a year for the membership. I said, um, $150? They said $15. I said, $15. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know, I said, don't, don't need to explain. Where do I sign up? 
So basically it's a program in which the whole community rec center is funded and donate by donations and all this and stuff because the city wants the children, you know, off the streets and in these programs. So yeah, paid that money quick, fast, in a hurry. The caveat to this wonderful pre-program as compared to all the other programs I saw, it's far away. For those who live in Newark, i.e. Esther used to, Kima used to, it's in the Ironbound section. Okay. And it's okay. deep within deep the, the Ironbound section. Okay. Meaning you can only get to it behind through some highways and trains and byways and industrial do, 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 do streets. And there's no <laughs> You could go through downtown, through Newark, through Bass the train station, and then go all the way and you know the windy tight mm-hmm. roads mm-hmm. and all the traffic. So it's a minimum 25-30 minute ride without traffic. <laughs> so then it's like the caveat of either toss up, you know, pay for it for it to be closer, or save and pay for the distance. <laughs> Somewhere I chose currently to save and pay for the distance because it's five to six days a week and it's a free program. And I'm currently looking up buses to see if I can take one of those ways off my list. But yeah, yeah, that's the caveat, right? Oh, you nothing in this world is really free. You're going to pay for this bad boy in gas or tolls or something. Yeah. Or just time, which you never get back. So, but he needs to be busy and this is something he wants to do. And this is a way for us to be able to afford to do it while still being on our financial plan to buy a house. So I'm going to shut up up, and currently trying to figure out where do I fit in dinner? Where do I fit in bath times? We just got home. Where do I finish this? I got to bathe my baby tonight. I got to wash his hair. Um, dinner, I've apparently, I just bought them dinner on the way. There was no way I've been boiling some, some broth, the turkey carcass from a turkey I just made last week and some water so we can have chicken noodle soup tomorrow. Cause that also means leftovers. I ain't going to finish that till tomorrow. And I'm likely going to be peeling and prepping vegetables while at my work desk, mm-hmm. because how else am I going to be able to cook dinner do laundry, take care of my family and get these kids to all their extracurriculars, which I didn't, I knew and I was intimidated by, but the time has come and I don't want to keep them from it. So now it is a part of my life to push myself to this next level of motherhood. And I get it, Kima saying she's not ready. And I get it as to knowing the, knowing the business, moving to the other side of the country and getting ready with her twins. <laughs> Y'all, it's a lot. So, yeah, thoughts on that toss-up that I feel like parents have to go through in which they they are like, I can either keep my kiddo in the house, which is easier on me to an extent, and get to do all the things that's on my list at home and let them basically ride away on the couch or in the bed or the toilet or what, you know? It's one of my biggest, um, well, of the many that I have criticism about just the way that the individual mindset that is very American. Okay. But to a lesser degree, you know, European, Western, uh, you know, makes you end up being like the sole, like 
a family unit, right? Of like a two parent household and kids instead mm. of like a you know a multi generational village because how can that be right if you had people that you expl- implicitly trusted mm-hmm. that could be like hey i'm going to pick up my kid i'm picking up your kid i'm doing monday yes somebody else yes. is doing tuesdays you know and just yes. like know that like that's taken care of and you don't have to worry about your kids and them being abused and all of the just horrible mm-hmm. things that like we have to keep in mind as parents yes. if somebody was to offer that first of all but so it's either you pay extra right mm-hmm. to like uh child care uh fee-based child care or you quote unquote do it you know all on your own and again usually it's like you know the woman or the female presenting person in the relationship a lot of times that takes on the overall overallly like the the major stake in that in that household agreed you know and agreed and it's and it's frustrating and it's and it's just infuriating to be honest with you from where i come from because again right like we both have like great partners involved partners we all do think agree yeah you know yeah but there's we're still going hitting against that societal uh stereotype and gender role pressure um and yeah because for example, right, like I was, as I was sharing with my proud mama moment er, uh, earlier, is that I did all of this, right? And I'm like, because in my head, I'm like, well, it's just easier. I'm the one who has the insurance. The kids are under my insurance. That just me, you know, handle it. It's easier to mm-hmm. just do all of those things and like have, you know, my partner and give him instructions, you know? Right. But it's that mental load because... I had to do it. On the other mm-hmm. hand, well, it not that it felt weird. I don't know why it felt weird, but when I was talking to the office manager and scheduling things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to be like, oh hey, babe, do you think you can like make time and do this day? Because I already have something on this day, you know, and it's like Yes, and it feels like you're trying to make like a like a co-worker, someone else who it's not really in their responsibility. Their job, well, but I'm like and you're like not? trying to kind of uh uh de- make a deal with them or compromise. Yeah. Hey, can you do this? And this is the reasons why, and da, 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 yeah. da. it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like that's your child, too. Your child. <laughs> like, as much as yours is in his Yeah, and again, it it was like, yeah, okay, like yeah, I'm free, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. But it's there's still that like, you know, don't want to inconvenience and mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. stuff that you know yes. I have to push past through to get to. It it needs to be done. There's this other adult. Thank goodness that yeah. I can rely on to do it and he's gonna do it <laughs> right oh my gosh was it with 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 mine he works overnight so I'm already thinking about him in a thousand different ways and did he get enough sleep today he shirked sleep yesterday because he was doing a project and now 
he's like, you know, okay, he has, sometimes he has the energy to just push through because sometimes he has a job where they can just chill out, maybe nap an hour, depending. Um, so I'm like, okay, he didn't get a full night's rest. Sometimes he can push through, he had his project, but today he didn't get a full night's rest yesterday. He didn't go to sleep yesterday. So he's probably going to start crashing today. So I know I can't ask him for much today. So I got to figure this out today. And because he works overnight, he sleeps during the day, I am still the default parent. And so I am taking these kids all over the place and doing all these things. And today what happened? Oh, he had to work overtime. So he's getting in the car with me and I have to bring my little one because no one's home now. And we have to go pick up the teenager whose boxing is about 10 minutes away from the drop-off point for my husband. So I'm like, all right, family trip. So we all get in the car and stuff. And I'm like going through my head. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to just buy dinner tonight. And he's like, wait, why you're cooking? Cause you know, he smelled the carcass uh, broth situation all day. Cause I've had it going for hours. And I'm like all the, oh, and he was asking, you know, why delivery? Cause I had to door dash some more ingredients for the big old batch of chicken noodle soup I'm fitting to put together. And I'm like, He's like, wait, but I realized you probably didn't have any time to go to the grocery store. Bingo. I'm so glad you realized that before I had to explain it to you. Absolutely no time. I thought about it. Not even a moment in the time for me to get there, park, get out, get the stuff, focus on getting the stuff, get out, check out, get in the car, get back and then try to prep anything. I only got like an hour of a break before I have to go back out to go pick up the teenager. So... No, I don't have time. So I had to deliver it. And he's like, but you're cooking. Why do you have to buy something today? Okay, well, let me break this down to you. I'm dropping you off now. I'm going to get our, our son, our oldest. Probably not going to get back home until eight, maybe. That's, that's, that's playing with it. That's really having a testy. By the time I get back home, I have to then prep these vegetables, put them in there and have it cooking as long, a good amount of time. So everything gets soft and nice and delicious. So that means we're not going to be eating until like after nine, probably well. And also I have to give the baby a bath and wash his hair. So it's probably best for me to just throw it up to the wind, order dinner, finish the what's on the stove tomorrow. <laughs> and then maybe that boy will get his hair washed today. And he was like, great point, okay. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. And he recognizes I do a lot. But also, I don't know if they always see where they can fit in. And part of that's our problem, too, because we need to make sure we show them exactly where your puzzle piece should be. But also, I'm not alone. <laughs> Join in this, this situation, this parenthood uh, saga, if you will. Hey. I know. Hey, I'm baby. Hey, get <laughs> I know I'm also going to be like kind of sad too because when they do start actual extracurricular activities, I'm not going to be able to go to everything because my schedule is already set. Mm. Oh my God, that's another level. Go ahead, Kima. There's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of things I'm going to miss. There's going to be a lot of times where like, oh, I will. Dad's going to have to do it or. Something of that nature. I mean, I could try and get off, but I know it's not going to be every time. Uh -uh. It's just like, I just, I just don't think I'm ready for all of that yet. It's coming. I don't know <laughs> whether I'm ready for it or not. But uh, I just don't, I'm not looking forward to it. 
I'm not. No, that's a great point, Kima. I, I didn't even think about that part. When they get to this point, especially if you have more than one child who are interested in different things and who are in different age groups. So I have a teenager and a toddler who do completely different things. And so if this one has a competition with the boxing, I'll probably, we, me and my husband might have to split it up so we can both see something. And that's if we're available depending on the time, because you know, they come up with games and competitions and practices and all that, not thinking their bit about our schedules, but theirs. And can you make it? And will you be okay with not making it? And does it have to be recorded every time? Are we putting that type of pressure on the situation? I didn't even hit that point yet, but I'm sure that's gonna come about with both of them officially finally doing something simultaneously. I've been lucky thus far, like everybody's schedules had their own moments and someone else wasn't doing something. But now that I'm in the trenches, I'm gonna miss a game or I'm gonna miss a competition. And how do they feel about that if they don't have their parent there? I'm trying to think about the times I did. I feel like I was okay, but my parents also showed when they could. So I guess that's, I don't know. I hope they'll be all right. That's a great point, Kima. Dag on it. Also, I hate that you mentioned it. You suck. <laughs> don't smile at the camera. But yeah, Ash is the only one with children at the same age, but they will likely probably want to do different things too. Oh, for gracious. Sure. And I mean, already now, as I was saying, right, like my, I mean, so that it is an extracurricular activity in my head because it does involve, you know, time outside of like your regular daycare hours right mm -hmm. but it's like okay I have to manage my work time around his you know eventual upcoming therapy sessions and my other one right is gonna be there but then I feel like I I will then have to do something just you know one-on-one -on -one with him just so he feels you know he's getting mama time and mm. like that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be sort of the theme there until they eventually start driving themselves, right? Yes. Me and my coworker was just talking about that today. She's like, I don't know what it's going to be like in high school when they can, when they can start driving themselves, we won't know what to do with ourselves. Our whole lives would have been surrounded around their activities, their, their needs, all this. And that's right before empty nester stage is when they just start to get themselves to where they want to go. Yeah. We go, y'all just hold on. We're going to need you. We're going to need your love and, and good vibes because we're going to be struggling. But for now, it's a struggle for us now. And I was kind of, um, aside from like your scheduled activities, right? Mm -hmm. Um sort of the weekend stuff for now with us, right? Yeah. It's that nowadays a successful outing is, did the kids have something to do that took their attention for at least 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. 10 minutes and more. Mm -hmm. Were there enough diapers or whatever in terms of milk, snack, food, whatever, to get them, you know, pacified and again happy and did we come back home with little in terms of losing something or scraps or bruises or cries if all these things happened it was a successful outing <laughs> i'm just hoping to take them out enough to where they want to nap when they get home right tire oh. them out 
But then yeah. there's also part of, do y'all ever go through the, you tired, you don't really want to go out, but you have to kind of wrestle that with, but they, they want to go out. So they want to go to the park. So I guess I need to rev myself oh, yeah. up to go to the park. I think how many times have you told them? Like, not today. And it felt guilty. I felt so guilty each time. Yeah. But I'd be like, I'm tired though. And yeah, I know I the park is minimum an hour and a half. Yeah, I started well, I not telling me- them that we're going to go somewhere unless we're actually going to go. Like, if I 100% know we're going to go, I don't say we're going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, same, Most same. surprises to them. Because they'll, be- they'll remember. And yeah. they will bring that sucker up. Like you said. <laughs> yeah, you can't change your mind. Nope. What are you saying, Esther? I'll say, like, I... My husband is definitely the one to be like, we need, I cannot be home. I cannot be home. So he handles it because for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a homebody. It's not lucky. It's because like, I'm a homebody, right? Yeah, but you know how good you have it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, even if I wasn't a homebody, motherhood would make you a homebody because you just want to be able to be here and scratch. Okay, guys, I know. I mean, in one way, yes, it is great. On the other hand, what ends up happening is okay husband wants to go and he's like okay well let's go let's go i need to go i let's find something so who ends up finding something a lot of times me who ends up having to think about well where are we going how far is it which means how many milk bottles have to prepare okay do we have this should we have snacks are we prepared like all these things should we think about getting a hotel room if not then we should do it now you know will we have like you know two beds yeah hotel room yes oh you yeah you want another level i'll be traveling traveling i'm talking about (laughs) local travel yeah but even a local travel even a local travel an outing is never just an outing. Like you have no. to plan. Yes. Like how long are we gonna be out? Like, do we have enough time in between getting there and actually playing? Like you have am to I plan the day for Am I bringing a bike? Is he gonna be trying to do that? Do I have to spend a good 20, 30 minutes helping him do that? Or are yeah. you gonna be upset if you don't get to? Do I have wipes in the car? What's do the I weather? Snacks in the car. What's the weather? I got snacks <laughs> in the car. What about a jacket? Does he need a thicker jacket? What about the sneakers? Good sneakers? I think he can wear boots. Oh, no, he wants to wear sneakers. Oh, he wants to wear the most inconvenient outfit. He hus. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Just stay in your pajamas and let's just hang out at this house. Yeah, and even a park outing, you the park is even risky because they never want to leave. So never, you got to plan that's like... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's going to be a minimum hour and a half. Yes. I can guarantee an hour. Probably going 15 minutes getting them there, 15 minutes getting them back. But that's only if I can guarantee that hour. If I, but I have to be ready to fight to make him leave. And then the it's like, fight. yeah, and then it'd be like a surge. Because like if you go when all the other kids are there, when it's not nap time, they play with the other kids and then they don't want to leave until yes. the other kids be leaving. So you got to like plan it. Like, are are there going to be kids in, here to, to play with him or them? Like, like, I don't, it's just a lot. And that's what I, you got to think about. Is this about me or him? Or is it about both of us? I need to survive. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I could do this. Let's go to this park. It's a nice day. Oh, my gosh. And it, it's, is, it, it's, is it wrong to just keep our kids in the house? The warm sure weather coming y'all up. Sound off. Is it wrong to just keep our no, kids? <laughs> it, 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 it is a little bit. Not, I don't, they don't go every single time I'm off. 
but like some a lot of the times they do it and it's gonna start getting warmer out yep. it's already started so at least on those days i like the sun i love the sun so i'm Ooh. fine i'm gonna find something to do where we outside god thank god we have a backyard right i don't feel like taking them nowhere just go outside look we just gonna sit out here heck oh so yeah i think uh y'all just give us good vibes pray for us whatever you do do it uh (laughs) this motherhood be mothering these kids be kidding and uh yeah just begun yeah, we've only <laughs> just begun. <laughs> the start of it. We haven't oh, even gotten to the real. I am day <laughs> two. This is day two, y'all, of these kids having these two very far away activities at the same time. It's just day two. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waning already. Oh, thank God for podcast and audible and all the things because y'all getting me through. Like baby be like, can I listen to my music? No, baby, you can't. Because mommy has to survive this ride. You listen to your music during school. When we take you there and we bring you back. But outside of school hours, this mommy's radio time, boo. I got I got a whole episode to I gotta get through this. And the only <laughs> way is this way. Dad, go on. No, thank y'all. Any last words before we close this one out? Cause I was tired and tomorrow got T-ball inboxing at the same time again. Everybody just get your pockets ready. Just get them ready. Just get them ready. Whether we like it or not. So, yeah. um, Follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. This is the Nap Hour. This is the Parenting Podcast. Sometimes we sound like this. Sometimes it's how we sound. Sometimes we ain't got the energy to really be sparing for all the extra. We just going to give you what we got. And because we love you and we had to talk about it and we're hoping that you needed to, you know, hear something about it. So, you know, you're not alone, Um, but we love y'all. Like we always tell everybody who listens to this podcast, give yourself grace and we're all doing the best that we can. So until we need to talk again or try to get a word in during nap hour. uh, Bye.